there. Welcome to Nigeria Daily. I am Martia Umar. Thank you for joining. Finally, Russia has launched an attack on Ukraine after months of tension. The news of tension between Ukraine and Russia has been a big topic of discussion on our media spaces and social media all over the world, including Nigeria. Families with loved ones or relatives in Ukraine are panicking. According to reports, countries like the U.S. have started evacuation of its citizens in Ukraine. The federal government of Nigeria is also planning for special flight operation to evacuate her citizens from Ukraine in view of the escalating tension. And back home in Nigeria, people have been talking about the situation in Ukraine on social media and offices and even in our homes. When and how did all of this start? Mr. Charles Onunaichu, a journalist and the director, Center for China Studies, Nigeria, gives us a background. This uh, event we are seeing today, which is a certain section of the world is calling invasion, has been on the card. It's a culmination of series of events, uh, which Moscow considers provocation. Uh, if you know, like I tried to explain, uh, NATO was founded in 1949. You know, as part of the Western Cold War military alliance, essentially to confront the former Soviet Union. And the Soviet Union also led the Eastern Bloc and other socialist countries to found the Warsaw Pact Treaty, which is equivalent military alliance of NATO. And uh, they existed by side by side, you know, looking at each other menacingly until the collapse of Soviet Union in the 1990s, early 1990s. Mm. And uh, Russia emerged as one of the successful states of that uh, former Soviet Union. And of course, most, uh, Russia led the effort to formally dissolve Warsaw Pact, you know, as a military alliance. And like I said, a whole lot of people believing that the Cold War is over, the need for military alliances, the need for military parts almost do no longer exist. Mm. And uh, people expect NATO to wind down or possibly transform into a more benign organization, maybe uh, an economic organization or a mechanism for inclusive global security. Uh, of course, contrary to that expectation, NATO continued as a military part of Western powers uh, targeted at uh, Russia. And I know even the earlier Russian leaders after the end of Soviet Union, you know, who were friendly to the West, including Gorbachev, including uh, Yeltsin, were all uh, promised that NATO will not expanding eastward. NATO will not be expanding in their backyard. But the contrary has been the case. In all the former Soviet Union, NATO has been admitting uh, Lithuania, Latvia, a whole in Estonia and several other former republics in the Soviet Union who are now members of NATO, and which simply means that this military alliance can deploy its equipment, can deploy its military arsenal just opposite Russia. And this uh, military alliance was basically built to contain Russia. So the feeling of insecurity is genuine. Requesting that NATO stop its realization of the regions around her is genuine. And um, of course, uh, Ukraine has a more closer history with uh, with uh, Russia. You know, apart from the, the closeness, you have a number of Russian-speaking Ukrainians 
And like you know, in 2014, mm. uh, a former legitimate government of uh, Mr. Yunovich, who was uh, elected, was uh, was removed in what appeared like a coup in 2014 because of his friendliness to Moscow. And then they, they, this anti-Moscow anti pro-Western uh, government were put in place after the so-called Colored Revolution, which overthrew a legitimate government, Yanukovych, in 2014. So what we see is this series of a uh, culmination of uh, provocation which Russia felt that, look, we cannot wait until this thing gets right into our nose. Hmm. And from what is happening today, the Russian leader has said, look, we do not aim to attack Ukraine. We want to incapacitate its military capability. And if we are aware, if you've been following the past few months, since the talk of Russian invention, there have been piles and piles of weapons, of weapons, equipment, military equipment to Ukraine. And all this thing, according to Moscow, stood right directly menacingly at its face, which we thought should have been paid some serious attention. Just like I was trying to tell you, we cannot, what we are witnessing in this country today is the outcome of the collapse of the Libyan regime. Here is a heavily armed state, yeah. you know, for which NATO also, the same NATO, got into our backyard, pushed down this regime, created a massive vacuum and of course walked away, leaving the Libyan armory open, leaving us with the weapons flowing through the entire Sahel, the conflict in Mali, in Burkina Faso, in Niger, and the entire Sahel, including Nigeria, mm. is fueled by the flows of weapon and armament from Libyan armory. Because many freelance military instructors who left Libyan army because after the military, Gaddafi military was dissolved, you don't expect trained soldiers to go home to sleep. They exactly. become freelance military instructors instructing jihadists, instructing extremists, instructing criminals and that is why the entire region is awash with weapons and from insurgency we get into kidnapping, from kidnapping we're into banditry. These are all what happens when a country is not sensitive to the geopolitics around her. Mm. Yes, the, the, the global media is making it look as if Putin is the criminal. Putin is the warmonger. But if you look beyond the headlines, Putin is doing what every statesman, what it sought, should do for his country and for his people. That was Mr. Charles Onunaiju, a journalist and director, Center for China Studies, Nigeria. We'll go on a break, but we will be right back. <music> It's enlightening. It's incisive. It's analytical. It's entertaining. It's educating. It's The Bearing, a podcast from Daily Trust addressing issues that have direct bearing in your life. Join us every week on www.dailytrust.com. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Daily Trust. On Twitter at twitter.com forward slash Daily Trust. And on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash Daily Trust. To listen in, join us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio. Welcome. 
Welcome back to Nigeria Daily. In this episode, we're discussing the Russia-Ukraine conflict and how it might affect Nigeria. You can listen again to this episode and other episodes of Nigeria Daily on DailyTrust.com, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, TuneIn Radio, and Spotify by searching for Nigeria Daily. Before the break, we had Mr. Charles Odenaiju give us a background on the Russia-Ukraine crisis. So, as I've said in the beginning of the show, lots of Nigerians have been reacting to this development. Some have even taken to their social media handles to say that this will affect Nigerians in different ways. Let's listen to some of their reactions. Hello, my name is Mohammed Bashir Salisu and I'm from Kano State. Well, if Russia launched the war against Ukraine as it has already declared, the triple effect of the war will go far beyond the two countries with, uh, you know, Middle East and Africa are particularly going to be affected. In Nigeria in particular, we've been having problem of oil scarcity. The, this, the situation will only worsen if this war started. And apart from the oil scarcity, there are issues of, you know, prices of goods and services. We've been having this problem for quite a long time, but it will only increase because most of the agricultural products are imported in Nigeria from these two countries. Well, it's quite an unfortunate event that has happened in the past um, 24 to 48 hours. Um, Vladimir Putin has always been a high-handed leader uh, or detector, if I'll call him that. Well, it's, this is all coming from from um, Ukraine's um, wishes to join NATO or totally be a sovereign state, which he doesn't want to allow. So uh, these are people that have, that has experienced war and know the the um, casualties that it comes with. So in regards to Africa and Nigeria, I don't really see, I don't really see it's um, anything, all Africa and Nigeria being affected right now, except it becomes a full-blown war, which affects, which gets to affect Europe and hopefully doesn't become a world war. So uh, we have no influence, Nigeria has no influence whatsoever in any of these events. So I think we should just stay and remain quiet and try to get our citizens out of Ukraine as fast as, poss- as, fast as possible. I think it's at Crimea is actually um, a center point that serves uh, as a boost to both the Ukrainian uh, economy and the Russian economy as well. And this will have an effect also in on Nigeria for the fact that these products such as agrochemicals, you know, fertilizer, NPK, and and you know, uh, uh, grass eliminating, uh, uh, what do you call it, products can always you know uh, go up. Their prices will always go up. So for this for for, for this purpose, you can look at other we can look at other things such as the price of petroleum itself. Petroleum will always go up because of the fact that supply of gas has gone down in the international market because the international market is interwoven once one one sector or one country in the world uh, experiences a shock it has a ripple effect on other countries of the world so this is how it is those were some nigerians reacting to the development in real sense Should Nigerians be worried about the conflict between these two non-African countries? A lecturer in the Department of Political Science and International Relations, ABU Zaria, speaks with Belkiso Ahmed. My name is Abdul Ahmed, lecturer in the Department of Political Science and International Studies, ABU Zaria. 
Yes, um, naturally, as a member of the international community, Nigeria should be concerned about any developments anywhere in the world that threatens international peace, stability, and security. Mm-hmm. So naturally, we are um, interested and we are concerned because um, there are quite a number of um, factors. In, in the short run, it may not have a direct effect on Nigeria, but in the longer run, it will certainly have effects on Nigeria because there are hundreds, probably thousands of Nigerians with legal and illegal immigrants who engage in wanting you know, either as students or businesses or professionals. So we are concerned about them. Then uh, the crisis, the, the way it starts, if, it's, if it continues like this, it may also affect the price of crude oil and of course refined petroleum products. Yeah. It may also affect trading relations between Nigeria and um, Russia. Yeah, so yes. is this the long run or the short run? In the long run, because mm-hmm. it just starts and we don't really know, the International Commission don't really know, you know, how things are unfolding. So they want to see if Russia will just carry out um, just some strikes for some few days and stop. But if it continues, then every possibility is, um, everything is possible. Okay, but do you think it would affect Nigerians directly, an ordinary Nigerian? Do you think it will affect them in the long or short run? In the short run, no. But in the long run, yes. Mm. As I said earlier, there are hundreds and probably thousands of documented and undocumented Nigerians who are either students, professionals, or doing one job or the other. And they tend to remit um, some of the monies they make back home. And what the, the remittance, the, the, the monies they remit back home mm. affects Nigeria's GDP, uh, which is, uh, you know, what we're looking for. And of course, Nigeria also imports some refined petroleum products and some other goods and services from these two countries. So if it's prolonged, it will affect Nigerians. The government, and whatever affects the Nigerian state will ultimately affect the Nigerian people because Nigerian people are vulnerable to every every foreign policy direction the Nigerian state takes. Yeah. Yes. Interest and power, not morality, not international law. I can't remember the last time the U.S. or Israel or Britain or France and of course Russia had adhered to international law. If you adhere to international law, your foreign policy objective, your national interest will never be attained. Okay, and sir. And that's a mistake. A last point, sorry. Yeah. And that's a mistake Nigerian state has done over the years by not caring about what's happening in its neighboring countries, in Niger, in Chad, in Cameroon. If we have done that, we don't have the kind of insecurity we're having in Nigeria today. Yeah. So indirectly or indirectly, whatever is happening in another country will affect the other countries as well. Absolutely. In the short or in the long run. Because there are some aids, some military aids, economic assistance that we get from Russia. If Russia is bogged down in Ukraine, it will begin to reduce some of the assistance economic and, uh, you know, military assistance gives to other nations. That will affect Nigeria. You know, Nigeria is a good, has excellent relationship with Russia. Yeah. Okay, sir. So, so now Nigeria should be concerned, right? Should we be concerned? That's the last question. We should be concerned. Yes, I'm praying that the conflict ends at the shortest possible time. That was Mr. Abdul Amadu, a lecturer in the department of ABU Saria. And on that note, we have come to the end of this episode of Nigeria Daily. Thank you so much for listening.
to everyone whose voices were heard on the show. We want to say a big thank you. Nigeria Daily is a daily trust production. It is open for sponsorship and advert placement. You can download this and other episode on dailytrust.com and on buzzsprout.com. You can also listen in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, TuneIn Radio. If you're in Yola, you can do well to listen to us on NAS FM 89.9. If you're in Joss on Unity FM 93.3, you have questions or comment or intend to sponsor Nigeria Daily, send us a message on our social media handles, daily underscore trust on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or send us a message via WhatsApp on 091-389-33390. That is 091-389-33390. Thank you so much for listening. Do enjoy the rest of your day.